Hello, you beautiful people. Welcome to the Dear Dad podcast. This is the place where we address dad dynamics and discuss personal experiences, stories, and poem submissions to help provide a platform for healing while simultaneously uplifting one another. Let's change the dad narrative all around. Let's go. Let's grow. Hello, you beautiful people. Thank you again for joining me at Dear Dad Podcast. My name is Vijemson Darius, a.k.a. BJ. And I am here with a special guest, and I'll say this so many times, and there's a reason why I say it so many times, because everybody that I come in contact with is either friend or family or very close friend. And this guy right now, we grew up together. We was in the same church. So, you know, I'm not going to steal his shine. I'm not going to steal his shine. He has his own story as dadhood, and I'm going to let him tell you. I'm going to let him express how it was to be a dad and how it is to be a dad. I so appreciate this. Long overdue, man. How you doing? Man, good, good, good. Like I said, long-time friends. <laughs> we grew up in the same church, man. We grew up in the same church. We went through so much. I know I, I, I can honestly say that yeah. we went through so much. We grew up a lot. So who is Daniel Marcellus? I mean, that's a good question. Um, um, and I, I guess the best way to answer that is to kind of say Daniel is definitely not the same Daniel <laughs> that you grew up with. You know what I mean? We, we've had our times and I think I've matured through experiences through the years. Um, you know, right. I, I've, I've matured, you know, just kind of just growing into myself, just growing into the man that I am um, for the most part. So, so who am I right now? You know, Daniel is a guy who's very committed to his family um, you know, committed to doing things the right way, um, committed to his wife, committed to his kids. And, you know, I try to just, I'm, I'm kind of in the space right now in my life where, you know, I just try to just give as much as I can, um, you know, to my family so that they can be prepared for when, you know, they do their things and, and right. when, when my kids grow up and things like that. And so, you know, from, from the Daniel that's coming out, you know, kind of real wild, in that sense of the word, you know, just, you know, going crazy, doing whatever we want to do, kind of going up. For the most <laughs> right. part, you know, definitely matured a lot since then. Um, had a lot of humbling experiences along the way. So, you know, that that's who I am right now, man. Just somebody who's ultra committed, looking at life, taking it, you know, a day at a time, but really trying to, I'm, I'm in the I'm in the sense right now where I try to like focus and, and make sure that I have things mm. set up for my family for the future, you know, so that's in the space that I'm in right, right now. Right, right, Things together, but you know, hard, hardworking, kind of God-fearing man still. So, you know, that that's where that's the space that I'm in right now, B. Oh man, that's beautiful. That was beautiful. <laughs> I love it, man. Man, look again. Like I said, I know I'm gonna say a yeah, couple yeah. of times. We grew up together, man. Yep. We grew up together as kids. We went through our rebellious phase. We went through yep. our crazy phase, and then we had to grow up. You know, when adulthood hits you, it hits you hard at times. And again, even with, even with your, yeah. your, your dad, I know your dad personally. I literally would go to your house. We would have dinner. We would have parties. We would have mm-hmm. get-together. We had prayer night. Like, I literally, when I say I know yeah. Daniel, I know Daniel. <laughs> I know Daniel. But again, I only know what I yeah. have experienced with you. Like, you know, our childhood and stuff like that, the surface. But there's always yeah. something more deeper. Um, I don't know if the full degree of your dad. I don't know the full mm-hmm. degree of you at dadhood. My dad. Uh, I mean, you see, this is this is the beauty of it, right? My my dad is kind of like, he's a staple. He's a <laughs> he's a he's a cornerstone for the church. You know, definitely one of like the founding fathers of Mariah. Um, and this is the cool thing about it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like what you grew up to see. My dad is kind of like what I grew up to see with my dad, right? He was never any different than he was with his own kids than when with with everybody else so it's interesting i mean you you, you've come to the house you've kind of chilled with us you've dealt with my dad on numerous occasions on any different things those limited times that you did just imagine him i have him full time for those amount of times right my dad was an awesome awesome person um kind of growing up with my dad listen he was strict as all hell right and 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 when you're young you always look at that and, and you're saying, hey, uh, my, my parents have got to be the worst parents ever. And it's not until, it's not until <laughs> you, you become a parent yourself, you start to kind of realize, oh, you know what? I, I kind of see the methods of his madness. Um, you know, yeah. you start to see yeah, why yeah. certain things were happening. 
um, or why he he chose certain decisions um, in, in in that part of your life, you know, just, just to kind of make you a better person, obviously, you know, to set you on the right path. So my dad, you know, my dad was was everything to me. I think that, you know, my brothers and sisters, you know, everybody has their own little experience that they have with their dad, their own little personal experience that they have. But for me, being the youngest, mm-hmm. the baby, you know, I think that, you know, I think that my dad had a lot of practice <laughs> with my sisters and my brothers. So by the time he got to me, <laughs> right. it was just like, you know, everything lined up. And it was just like, yeah, you know what? Daniel, I, I, I figured out how to do a lot of things. Um, no, I, have, I got these kids. I figured it out. So by the time he got to me, he already kind of had that. Really tried to just keep me into church. Um, always kept me around my friends. Um, you know, my family. Right. And he, you know, the music for him was a big thing. So always kind of in, in, instilling some kind of structure. Although at the time I didn't understand it, but instilling structure into my life so I could have something to focus on to keep you away from all of those, you know, worldly evils or external distractions that you know can easily get you off of off of the the right path in life so you know he he kind of associated right. it that way um you know and with the strict Haitian culture mindset you know what i mean it's just like yo listen you're going to school you're going to you're going to do music you're going to church and that's it right so he was always <laughs> he was always really right really right. strict on that but he my, my dad's everything my dad was everything to me um and, and that's one thing that i do appreciate with him is that you know he never he never treated me differently than he would treat my friend you know, and and that's why I say like mm. with you growing up, it'd be fine. Listen, I do something wrong, my dad would be the first one to beat my butt. But guess what? He's gonna beat your butt too. <laughs> he's gonna beat your sister's butt. He's gonna be. <laughs> that's true. He's, be, he's like, listen, I'm not, I'm not here to discriminate against anybody. So I might have gotten hit first, but everybody was gonna get hit after me, and discipline the same way. So you know, that's what I like about my dad. He was always, he's always cool, and he still remains cool. You know, till this day. Yeah, man. I mean, again, I I know your dad just as a cool, poised, just relaxed guy. Like, I have, I don't think I've mm-hmm. ever seen him lose his cool. Uh, yeah. He's just so, like, chill. <laughs> you know, he's so chill. Like, I've, again, I've never seen him lose his cool. He has this demeanor that just, like, you gravitate to. I love being around your dad. He's so calm. He's collected. It's like yeah. everything about him is so cool. Like, I honestly genuinely love being around him. He's so positive whenever he taught. Um, actually, this this is one experience that I had with your dad. Yeah. So I had this interesting story about your dad. When we when I first started into Seven Day Adventures, I used to hate praying. I used to really just like despise praying because it wasn't something I was used to. And I remember it was a Saturday night where we either had Vespers or we were closing the Sabbath or we were opening the Sabbath. I think it's a Friday night, I'm going to say. And that's when the church was starting to build in, in Manhattan. And he was, um, he was asking people, some people to pray. And I was just like, I don't think I want to pray. And he came to me after everybody prayed. He was just like, don't you ever deny a, a prayer. Don't ever <laughs> say no to when somebody asks you to pray for them. Because you never know who you're going to bless. You never know who you're going to impact. And prayer mm-hmm. is not only for you, it's for other people. So I'm, I'm telling you right now, whenever anybody ever asks you to pray, <laughs> you never say no. I was so shook. and the thing I wasn't scared. I wasn't. I was gonna say I was shook, but I wasn't shook. I was so like, I was taken back, and I literally sat down and I absorbed it, and I was just like, "Wow, okay, cool, all right." And no lie, Daniel, no lie. From that day yeah. on, anybody that asked me to pray, anybody that asked me to pray, <laughs> I was just like, "Yes, I, <laughs> I'm gonna do it," because it was uncomfortable for me. But in order for me yeah. to be comfortable in it, I had to do it more often because I wasn't used to it. But because he approached me about it and told me this is this is the reason behind it, this is why you have to do it, it literally impact me for the rest of my life. And I have that story to tell as a testimony of that he's one of the individuals that literally propelled me and pushed me forward to actually taking my Christian work seriously. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, listen, that's powerful. That that is so powerful. Sounds it sounds up my dad's alley. Um for the most part, I know we, we've talked so much on, um, you know, just him being kind of like cool, calm and kind of collected. I mean, he had we had a lot of moments growing up where where, where he was like that. Um, I remember one time we were, um, you know, we used to do the band. Like we used to <laughs> we used to travel all the time. Like it was really heavy 
at, at a certain point of our stretch, we used to go away every weekend and we used to go to practice and stuff like that. I don't remember where we were going this particular time. Had a couple of blowouts, but for, for the most part, we were in the van and uh, I think we were driving to Victory Lake or something. And um, we, the, the, the wheel blew out. Like it was oh, crazy. We were like yes, yes. all the way on one side and the wheel blew out. We know we had plenty of, plenty of wheels blowing out in, in our history. But this particular time, it was just so crazy. I think it was one of the first times that it had happened. Van full of kids. And, you know, he just calmly just pulls to the side. Like, all right, let's go. Get the tire out. Get the car up. And you got a whole bunch of kids, you know, probably between the age of, what, the 13 and 18 at that point, um, just going crazy, whatever. And he's still trying to stay calm and, and change change the tire really calmly and took us the rest of our destination and it's crazy because you think about that um and i think about it now and it's just like you know what i'm so fearful of getting <laughs> like a, getting like my tire blown out i'm like yeah i'm like i don't want to go i don't want to be out here or whatever but it's interesting because you know i always think back to that time in moments like that and you know i know it's like a small moment but it always kind of instills in me like yo you don't have to be afraid like i want to be like him and i think that he kind of put that in because there's a lot of ways there's a lot of different situations where i use that that kind of um you know just that kind of example to get me through a lot of things like even with my job i've had jobs where you know i was i was laid off and stuff like that and then you start to panic mm-hmm. and things like that but it only it only lasts for like a second Right. You know, because I think about, yo, listen, my dad can, can change a tire with a whole bunch of screaming kids in it <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yep, I'll, I'll be all right. I can find another job or I could do that. Or there's not anything that, you know, you have to be worried about that, you know, you can't get over. And I think he had a lot of little lessons like that where, you know, I don't think, I don't remember like sitting down with my dad and him telling me this. Like he, he would never tell me this, but I could see it through his actions and things that he did all the time. And, and me being mature and the person that I am now looking back, it's like, wow, you know what? He showed me that. Like, that's what he was trying to do. And it's never a conversation where, where I sit down. Most of the time, my dad was just telling me, hey, you do this, you do that. That's the type of relationship we had. Um, it wasn't ever like a sit down, hey, let me explain to you this. And let, let me talk to you about this sort of thing. It was kind of like, I know how this is going to end up. So if you follow what I tell you, you know, you'll be fine. And, and it's and now that I'm mature, kind of looking back, you see all of the actions that he did. You start to realize, OK, well, I was questioning why before. Now it's kind of like, oh, wow, I see why. Right. Um, you know, and, it, and and not only do I see why, it's kind of like I'm implementing it into my life now right. to kind of have a good situation for my kids, have a good situation for my family. Don't fear anything going forward. Um, you can't you can't show fear, right? The kids are looking at you and, and they're looking towards you. You can show emotion for sure. But, you know, I, they look at me like, you know, like their hero. And I look at my dad like my hero. Like, yeah, he taught me, you know, don't be afraid in little situations. Everything's going to be all right. So that's just one thing that, you know, I kind of take from him going through, um, you know, going through my life right now. I mean, my, my, my dad is, is so important to me and so important to, to, to how I live my life um, with the different things that he was able to, to kind of show me um, when growing up. And, and just the way that he treated me, took care of me, took care of my friends, took care of everybody that was around him, uh, which is important because that that for me is important too. You know, that's that's another aspect, like looking at my dad and how much he did for other people. Obviously, the church community was a strong point. It helps me have a sense of community for me and be able to not only do things for myself and my family, but also, you know, everybody who, who may need help, people outside you know outside of my family who may not be as lucky right their their kid may have may not be you know as fortunate as 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 i have been and you know just to show that that helping hand and that's one thing again that my dad has kind of has kind of taught me and instilling in my kids you know it's not just about you it's kind of just got to think about everybody especially the less fortunate and kind of build together and support and kind of move on especially in this day and age right Mm -hmm. yeah so um yeah. yeah Yeah, I mean, the, again, I can, I can, I know I'm talking, this is all about you. I know this yeah. is about you, but your dad, honestly, I can go on and on. Like he has such man. a big impact on everybody he touches. He has, he has that way of doing <laughs> things. He has the way of, of, of impacting. I know I said, it, I know I said it before, he has a way of, uh, of pulling you 
towards him and his demeanor and his character he's he's, he's so like again he's mad chill <laughs> he's yeah. mad chill and i i really admire that about him i really take that in and i i take those characters and i take those personality traits and i incorporate in myself and i and i think back and i say who in my life impact me in certain ways and he's definitely one of those individuals that definitely definitely like like put a stamp on uh on making a difference in my life and all his 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 characteristics and the way he uh, he's uh carry himself and um i i can always always reflect to that and even you yourself said this your father is a person that just like that just like to help others he put he put yeah. others for himself and he does yeah. a lot of these things he does that just like uh, as a norm for mm-hmm. if you're looking back now or even looking present right now do do you see any characters any characteristic in you that you find in your dad um and also do you find it in in your 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 kids mm. i think that um i guess the one thing you know and you know just going back to it like we you know we go back to the to the band and stuff like that one thing that my dad always instilled in me was just the hard work part of it right um that that hard work ethic is something that he always made sure that i had and that i held to heart now i know like a lot of haitians coming from coming from haiti everybody kind of worked hard that was the that was the one thing that they had everybody came here found work worked hard um you know you try to instill that in your kids i think my dad really that was a priority number 1 at least for at least that i felt kind of growing up for him when 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 he first introduced me to music you know and the guys would tell you too like, <laughs> like i did, i i liked it but i did not really love it it wasn't a choice <laughs> i it, it wasn't a choice at that point i mean I, I, I there was a point in my life i mean when i was younger when i first started you know doing the band it was just like all right i'm i don't want to learn it's hard it's hard to learn an instrument you know um and and there was many times where it's just like i don't want to do this i don't want to play this i'm not good at it and i want to quit or i want to do something else and he would never ever let me do anything else it was like no you're going to do the trumpet you're going to work on this you don't like it i don't care you're playing a special song on saturday and that's what's going to happen and um it was almost a forced kind of learning experience in me right and for me and and you know for my friends too the difference is between me and them was we used to have band practice every thursday and they would only have to practice on thursdays right but i'd have to go home and practice every other day because <laughs> um, i lived with the guy so it's funny cuz i i even now like i talk to my wife all the time like i remember those days and it's just so hard to kind of think about it but there was a point in time bj where it was almost like a almost like a light switch right it was, it was just a point in time where i hated it so much and then we started to go away and then you started to you started to go away a lot you started to you started to realize okay this music i'm with my friends i'm doing this it just became part of life at that right. point it wasn't no more hating it it was good and then when i went to school i got a scholarship off of it then you start to see oh all right this still fun in college and it wasn't so after college when you know you're paying back your student loans or whatever the case may be talking to people like oh i got all these student loans and you're like yo i don't have that i don't have that many i had a partial scholarship going to st john's so i didn't really have that many student loans kind of coming out which is awesome and so i try to do that i try to instill that work ethic in my kids so hard in these days cuz there is so much for them to get caught up with um you know it's not just music there's so much other activities that they can do um so i really try to get them to do you know one thing i mean my son my son and i you know i try to get him on the basketball track we i'm i'm like i'm i am more than sure that you're going to have the measurables that is tall <laughs> you you're going to be tall like all right let's focus on basketball i try to keep him on that you know they got the video games and all kinds of stuff or whatever that are a distraction I'm trying to and I always try to go back to my dad and say what would my dad do hmm. if I didn't want to if I didn't want right. to play the trumpet and I wanted to go play video games we already know the answer to that one um so you know I try to I try to just and and I do a lot more explaining with my son um which is something that my dad never gave me the courtesy to do he didn't sit down and have to explain it it was just do this but i try to explain to my son like hey listen this is what it's going to get you right learning from all the stuff my dad taught me my dad made me practice a lot 
and at a certain point i sort of i reap the benefits of it mm. and i try to explain to him hey listen when you practice on the smallest scale when you practice and practice and practice you'll be able to do it right like keep trying to shoot that jump shot and you'll be able to make it one day as you get stronger as mm. you as, as you continue to work out as you continue to build yourself up you'll be fine keep working towards sounding out your letters and 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 reading your sight words you'll be able to finish this book in two weeks because you'll right. know all the words and you'll be able to go through it like small things like that so that's what i kind of i, I kind of do it with with my son with my daughter teaching them in little small teaching them in little small portions just to help them understand the work ethic right the hard work that goes into anything and then the result that you get at the end right um and and we do that in everything even in church and adventurer they always want them to do these these um these 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 verses for any kind of special program all right hey listen let's let's get memorizing the verse it's really long but we're going to take a couple of words a day and we'll take a week go through all the words on saturday they do it perfectly there you go nice reward ice cream that's what we're doing <laughs> so kind of just showing them hey listen your, your work the work ethic and, and the time that you put into something especially if you want it is going is going to be paramount because at the end at the end of the day that's what you need to do and and i think for black kids it's it's even more important for you to mm. do it right because this right. world isn't going to do them any favors you know when they get older so you, unfortunately they're put in a position where you got to do better than everybody else you know you got to do better than that than that kid next to you so if i have them grow out without that work ethic meaning you know they're going to think that everything's handed to them on a silver platter mm. you've got a problem you know you you've got a problem with them and i don't want them to be caught by surprise um right. in in that respect so i always try to you know give it to them they're my kids i love them to death but you always try to give it to them listen i want you to take the hard way to everything you know that's the kind of way where, where i kind of grew up i want you to do the hard work and stuff like that and, and take the hard road to everything so you can see what it's like and you can come out a little bit stronger in the background i'm doing everything right i'm making sure that they're set up for their future to try to make it as easy as possible to when they get to that point mm -hmm. but you know for me personally i just think it's important to, to to have them do things in terms of you know just just understanding the foundation of it and and knowing how to do things you know the long way the, the hard way so they can appreciate the goal at the end and then you know as they get older hopefully they, they hit a couple of a good points and they'll be able to kind of take it from and take it from themselves and that's one thing that i think my dad did show me he never gave me any shortcuts in anything it happens a long way and you get the reward or the harder the path the sweeter the reward right so it's um it, it's, it's been great and i appreciate him for that because i definitely see that now um you know i'm in the corporate i'm in the corporate world they don't do you no favors there so, but <laughs> it nothing comes to me as a surprise right. you know it's just like all right yeah i gotta work hard to get this and that's what it is. I don't, you know, I, don't, I do what I have to do and I don't take anything from anybody. And it's it's been instilled in me from a very young age not to not to expect anything to be handed to me. You got to earn everything you get. Um, and, you know, every, everybody knows, everybody who's my friend knows me. All right. Yeah, I, I also, I work hard, but I play hard too. You know what I mean? And I think that that's something that I, I, I instill from my kids. I instill, my, my dad's taught me that too. Hey, listen, you're gonna work hard. You gotta play hard too. Um, so you can have a sense of that feeling. So when my kids do something good, I make sure I reward them very handsomely for it if they put in the work for it. So yeah, my, my dad's super important and a lot of the things that he has taught me kind of growing up, you know, I've, I've always tried to kind of hand down to them um, and teach them that way too. You just, you, you just want your kids to be better than you at the end of the day. <laughs> So, you know, that's that's what that's what I kind of strive for. Yeah. You know, it's 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 super cool, man. It's super cool so many things that you have learned. You don't yeah. realize how much you've gained from your father, from your dad until you get older, until you become a father yourself. You mm -hmm. don't see these things at all. When was the last time that you told your dad that you love him? I told my dad that I love him. It's hmm, a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. I'd say probably like two weeks ago. I, I told him I told him I love um it was just, you know, one of my regular visits home, kind of just talking to them, you know, with the whole Corona thing. I don't, I, I haven't seen them so much, this pandemic going on, just, you know, for, for their safety and minds, for the most part, just, just trying to keep quarantined and, you know, just, just regular talking, catching up. And, you know, I always like to 
end off my my conversations with my dad saying saying that I love him saying you know just just really showing him how much he appreciates him he's getting he's on the older side now so you know I think that he appreciates that as well um you know coming from his kids and you know it's it's it was never a strange thing for me to tell him that you know I I I I love my dad dearly I mean and you know I always try to let him know um especially during these times because you know he's just probably he doesn't he's not seeing the same amount of people that he does cuz they're right. not going to church as much um you know he's very inside this is a very tough time for him um for the most part so you know i always try to like keep connected and 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 really show him and and tell him that that i love you um you know i do that with my kids as well i i try to tell my kids that i love them as much as possible uh 10 15 times a day <laughs> um for the most part because and i do it intentionally right because this world man this world is crazy and and nobody is gonna nobody's gonna do them any favors and 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 they're gonna be quick to to judge them and put them down and i know that other people are going to do that to them so they definitely i definitely be, don't want them to think that that coming from their own household right where they're their safe zone i don't want them to get an ounce of of that from me so i i i definitely don't don't want to give them any kind of negative vibes or anything like that so it's always very positive um very i love you very this very that even when i'm teaching tough lessons it's always like you know i'm doing this because i love you that's mm-hmm. that's why <laughs> um yeah. and i think it's very important for for people to do that and and take that stand um especially for our kids they they they're going to face a lot of stuff out there in this world um so i i try to tell my dad i love you all the time or as much as i can um you know i i he does the same and and i try to do that for my kids too and hopefully that that becomes a thing for them where they do it for me when they get older and they'll do it for for their kids as well nice absolutely absolutely as you can tell i can't really avoid the kid in the background <laughs> i can't i can't I know. I don't worry. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> But um, that's part of being a dad. That's part of being a father. I mean, it doesn't I can't change it. I, can't, I mean, I can't like mute him. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's the beauty of it, right? You can't mute your kids. <laughs> yeah. you yeah, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. I, so you know what? Even when he was growing up, I had this thing tendency where we, when we were driving, I would turn off the I would turn off the um the radio or turn off the music so simply because I just want to listen to him just jibber jabber or just yeah. talk to himself or sing to himself. <laughs> But those are the kind of those are the little essence that I like about being a dad. This is a, this is a smidge of it. So before we go to dadhood, if you had the chance if your dad was sitting in front of you right now, right in front of you, if you want to tell him anything, what would it be? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think you know, listen, I I I only say I don't know cuz I talk to my dad often enough. <laughs> we don't really have too much, but you know, if I could if I could if I could if he was sitting right next to me, you know, I I I would emphasize that I do love him. Um, you know, that's that's my guy. I I'd, I'd probably be talking about how much I I appreciate him and everything that he's done for me. Um, for the for the most part I I always try to kind of remind him especially in these times that he is kind of that one that 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 one rock for me that that really sets standards for me for the rest of my life and I mean and for my kids um you know I'd remind him that I am where I am because of him um and and all of the lessons that he's low key taught me um for the most part because you know i don't know where i'd be without the things that he's been able to kind of instill in me from a very young age and and i probably probably have those conversations you know while we talk about sports and things like that um, and and while he while he's telling me some stuff about church and da 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 so he's always kind of going in going going in 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 that direction as well um but it's all love yeah yeah i think that 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 would probably be the extent of our conversation Uh, absolutely absolutely awesome change the dynamic a little bit yeah now it's a little bit more, even more personal so tell mm-hmm. me about dadhood 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 man it's it's just such a different experience i think it comes with just having the responsibility of somebody else you know and under your wing and on, under your arms somebody else that you're responsible for um in my case too 
two two little people that that I'm responsible for. So you can look at it as kind of like a lot of pressure. Am I doing it right? Am I doing this? There's so many ways you can look at it, and there's so many there's so many times where I do kind of question myself on whether I'm doing it right or whether I'm doing a good job or whether I could be better. So you know that 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 just comes with the territory. But from a positive angle, it's no it's, it's no better feeling, man. It's a it's a great blessing just to be around those kids knowing that you know they you you created them for the most part right yeah. um you know they're they're part of you and seeing these little people in 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 your likeness for the most part they're 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 awesome and you can see their their little bit of um characteristics your characteristics in them and you can see them grow and and just and just kind of just enjoy life and it's so good and so fulfilling um and so rewarding as well every single day even the days where they make me upset I'm, <laughs> it's so, it's so rewarding to kind of be in in this dadhood figure um and it's been interesting especially with this pandemic over the last three months you know i've spent a lot more time with them than i have at probably any point um in their life uh, outside my daughter but for the most part i mean you know you think that you'd get tired of them and stuff like that like listen they're a headache but at the end of the day like i love spending time with my kids um and just being around them and and seeing them grow as you were growing up um even before you became a dad before you became a husband uh even when you were a husband and before you became a dad did you have any idea what kind of dad you wanted to be and if you did are you that person now Oof. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no, I have no idea. It's crazy. I mean, you know, I, I met Martha at a very young age. Um, you know, we when when we got together, Martha, my wife. So, I mean, I, I've never really thought about what kind of dad I wanted to be. I think there were times when I was younger. I guess when I was mad at my dad, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to be the type of dad that disciplines my kids <laughs> or is, is that strict. That's not going to be me. Um, you know, I'm going to let my kids do whatever they want, uh, whatever the case may be. I think, you know, you, you'd want to go in. I, I, I kind of had growing up kind of like the intention of just being the most coolest dad ever um, in the world. Right. It's just like I'm going to be the coolest dad. I think I wanted to. I had those intentions coming in. Um, I I don't know. I'd like to say that, you know, I, I keep it balanced. I'm, I'm a very cool dad. My, my kids can get away a lot. They get a lot. They, they get away with a lot more with me than they do with my wife. I'll tell you that much. Um, so I'm, I'm very cool in that respect. And um, but, you know, there's, if there's one thing that I'd say is like, you know, I do try to keep the again, the, I hate to harp on the point, but the work ethic and just the strictness and being able to commit to something mm -hmm. and follow it through like the, the way that my dad kind of instilled for me, like. It's crazy because I, I that's there was a point in my life where I hated that the most until I kind of matured and started to figure it out. And now I'm like I'm looking at my kids and it's just like, listen, I, I got to make sure that they have that because because that's what I know. That's, that's the only thing I know. And it's, and it's what I've been taught. I, I know that that produces good results. So it's one thing that I try to keep. Um, and if there's anything that I thought before being a dad is like, no, I'm not going to do that with my kids. I definitely do that now. <laughs> and it's probably a priority for me to make sure that that they understand and go through those paths you know before I, I mentioned that some of the best times that i have uh, with my son is like you know when i was in the car i just like to hear him you know speak yeah about that phase of him when is it was when he started to actually start smiling and start reacting and start laughing those were the best time for me because now i know that he's receiving he's taking in what i say he understands yeah. what i said to a degree where he's able to smile and those, mm -hmm. were, those are my one of my best part of being a parent best part of being a dad because now he's able to like i'm able to see my reflection on in um, in him so yes. the personality that the personality trait that he has the characteristic that he has the way he carry himself the way he does certain things he is he is me and yeah. part of my wife as well but I'm, as a man i'm, I'm it's a, a pride thing and i see him yeah. every day and I'm, I'm i'm taking in these things and i, I absolutely love it i love yeah. these moments i love this time that i'm spending with him i mean now i'm i'm, I'm working from home and mm -hmm. I, I'm taking care of him. So I'm a stay-at-home dad and I'm working, which is not easy at nope. all, bro. Like, nope. <laughs> it's not easy. But not. because because I know it's not for me, because I know the, the longevity of it is not for me, it 
pushes me forward. It allows me to keep moving forward. So if I feel like I need to like stop one day, I mm-hmm. look at this kid and I was like, I can't stop. I got to continue. Everything that I'm doing, I got to do it for him. Everything that I need to do, he's pushing me more and more to do to continue uh, moving forward because if I stop, it's, it's him. It's like, yeah. All the yeah. stuff that you're doing right now, even the ethics that you're teaching your kids right now, it's not it's not for just for today. It's for it's for like for when they grow up, they have that foundation in them, um, so they they can know how hard dad worked, and I can work that hard as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my kids are they're super motivational tools for me. Um, you know, just just to kind of get through every day. And like you said, it's not it's not it's not easy being a stay-at-home dad. Um, well, not a stay-at-home dad, working from home and um, being kind of like a full-time a full-time dad with the kids at home as well. It's hard to kind of do both. But there, if there's one thing that gets me through the day is kind of like just looking up and seeing their faces, you know what I mean? And saying, mm-hmm. all right, listen, we're going to get through this day. And I've so appreciated working from home. Coming from, from corporate finance, it's it's tough. Like, like the, the Wall Street culture is just kind of like work all day and you rarely, rarely you're home up until this pandemic, you know, you're just putting 12, maybe 14 hours a day mm. in the office. So you're rarely home. And when you're home, the kids are usually sleeping. So you don't really get to see them during the week at all. And then, you know, you just have your weekends with them, which again, you appreciate. But now the dynamic has shifted so much where you're around them all day, <laughs> all day now. Um, and you kind of just seeing them all the time. Um, it's beautiful. It, it is beautiful. And it's motivational where, you know, you just kind of get through your day and you make sure that, you know, every time you need a little boost, they're up there and they're, they're up right in front of your face. So you kind of have that motivation to kind of keep going. And you always want the best for your kids. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, I, I've learned growing up with, with my dad. He just wanted the best, wanted to put us in really good positions. So you always want to put your kids in really good positions. So you try to make the best decisions for yourself to help you get to that point. Um, yeah. I know I mentioned before you as well, as far as the memories that you have of your of your children. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and again, I mentioned, you know, just just a simple time just like him looking at me or him just like talking to me. Are able yeah. to respond to certain things. Those are great memories that I like. I cherish. Like I really just like, I I archive those those memories because, again, I can't go back once I'm past. Once today's over, I can't go back. So I'm trying to live in within that moment. I'm trying to enjoy that moment. But those times, yeah. it's just those are great memories. What what do you like most about being a dad? For me, it's it's really simple. I mean, I just like the I, I like the I like the instruction that I get to to give them. Right. I mean think about it as as a dad your one pro that you have is that you've been through it already right so you know you were you were you were three years old already you were four years old you were five years old six whatever the case may be so I like the fact that I get to use my knowledge there and help them along their way like my daughter's eight and six and they swear that they can do everything the best and better than everybody and I'm like listen you guys don't know and i know there's going to be a time where they're probably going to be able to do some things better than me you know when they get older but for the most part you know we i i know how to i'm the best hide and seeker right now okay <laughs> like ain't, ain't nobody none of y'all beating me in hide and seek but uh you talk to them they're like the best hide and seek and and they have they listen i think they i'll put them up against any of the other eight and six year old kids they'll be all right and you're not going to be able to find them but when you play with daddy listen this is what it is so i always try to give them the little secrets and i'll use i use hide and seek as kind of like a simple example of it so my daughter oh man she was she she used to be terrible at hide and seek kind of like the way my son is now where <laughs> he can be hiding somewhere and he's just making tons of noise and blah, blah 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 and every day you know i used to just train my daughter we used to play hide and seek all the time still do and then just like listen when you're hiding it's good for you not to hide in the same spot every single round, right? You got to <laughs> learn that. Don't go to the same spot because you're going to get caught. And they're like, okay, cool. And she picked it up. And within like a couple of weeks, she was hiding in different spots. And I'm like, all right, it's getting a little bit more challenging. And then I'm like, all right, hey, listen, you know, what's, you know, another good tip is you got to be as quiet as possible. You can't be in the corner going, right? And, and, and just showing them, hey, listen. And in two weeks, she picked it up. And then all of a sudden, she started to get it. 
and and now when she hides, you can't even find. <laughs> You're like, oh, all right, game over, game over. <laughs> She's switching her positions every round. She knows when you're by her, so she gets quiet. If she knows you check the place, she'll go and she'll hide there within the same. She got all of the tricks and tips up her sleeve. And I use that as a simple example because that's kind of like how I treat them with life. You know what I mean? It's just like, listen, I'm going to show you all of the little secrets that you need to know. All of the little things that that I know that I can show you, you don't have to step on this landmine. This is what you do. Go around it, go this, go this way. You know, you need to go to college, cool. That's fine, this is the best way to do it. Um, you got a bully situation, hey, listen, try this, it's gonna work, things like that. You know what I mean? So I think for being a dad, that's the best part for me is just kind of like teaching them those life lessons um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ultra kind of extra with it. My wife would say like, oh, you go, uh, you go, you go crazy in your, in your lessons. It does. I mean, I want to make it fun and I want to make it an experience for them to kind of take with them so that they don't forget it. And, you know, just kind of talk to them about those, those, those issues and things that help that, that you can help navigate them through. So the instruction part of me is the, is the big part, which is kind of like most like my dad, right? It's just like, yeah, he really wants to show me how to do things. So me is just like showing the kids how to do it, but having them understand why they do it um, is, is important for me too, so that they can take those little those those little aspects, those those little lessons, and take with them in their life forever, um, and you know, hopefully, kind of pass it down to their kids, and 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 that and that will that will help me say, all right, you know what, job well done for the most part. So that's the most important part for me. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I just heard you said that you've went through three years old, you went through four, four years old, five, six, seven, eight years old, you went through all that stuff. So you have an understanding of that. But when you said that it actually generated this question in my head or this, this, this thought, we, we went through the age that our kids went through. But one thing that we did not go through, any one of us, you or I, is how to be a father. We don't mm -hmm. know how to be a dad. We didn't, there's no instruction to be a dad. Literally, yeah. you can see you can see as much examples around you as you can. You can jot it down. You can like do whatever you can. But there is no hands-on instruction to how to be a dad. Dad is pretty much filling your way around. No, mm -hmm. I mean you can have examples that, that, like you say, with your father set a foundation for you. But his the way he grew up and raised you is not the same way you're gonna raise uh, raise your kids. And it's a, yeah. different, a different time frame. It's a different dynamic. It's different. So. Fatherhood or dadhood, should I say? Dadhood is a, is is there's no instruction on, on that. You can't just say, "Oh, I'll, I I know how to do it now. I'm, I know how I'm gonna how I'm gonna raise my kids. I know how um, I'm going to better my life." No, you, literally, you have to take it day by day. You have to slow down and take in those moments because there's absolutely no instruction for those things. They have therapy for like um, for marriage couples. There's this a, a section for it where you can go for um, um, uh, a couples therapy before you actually get married, but there's nothing for for becoming a dad. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? You don't yeah. you don't have an instruction to be a dad. Dad is something you have to want first in mm -hmm. order for it to actually work. Because I know that's a lot of the um, uh, the problem that some people go through where they become fathers, but they never wanted to be a dad. You know, yeah. they never wanted to be a dad. So now having a child is is a nuisance. It's a problem because mm -hmm. now they don't want to change their ways. They still want to go out partying. They still want to go drinking. They still want to hang out with other girls and you know, all that stuff. Like you, you, you're losing out on those things. So now you don't have time for your kids because now you want to continue living your life. And I've always yeah. said, but, uh, dadhood is an evolution. You have to evolve when you become a dad. If you don't evolve, if you don't change, if you don't change your, your mind frame, you will never, never be the dad that you were meant to be to your kids because now mm -hmm. you're stuck on your own ways and refuse to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, you're 100% right. I mean, I think that there, there are no rules to it, right? Um, it's a day-by-day day, it's a, it's a day day process. Um, and you learn as, as a dad every day too. Um, not from everybody, not, not from any person but you learn from your experiences you know like maybe last week I did something I did something I did something differently than I would do this week right um it might be the same thing but you'll just learn as a dad hey listen that didn't work that instruction didn't work too good with Justin uh, I, I need to change it up if I'm gonna Martha about it or something like that you know so as a dad you kind of go through those experiences and, and and I agree with you 100% you do have to want it first right and and once you want it then 
you'll be more inclined to kind of be that person um, that that provides the best for your kids. Um, and, and you'd want to be part of their life and, and you'd want to be able to spend every waking moment with them so that you can be able to kind of be that person to, to, to guide them through, right? Because um, that's your kid. So I 100% agree with that, with that notion. Um, I feel like, you know, for me, personally my kids are you know they're they're my everything um for the most part like i you know you, you can't picture your life with without them um and and it may be a culmination of you know just me wanting to be me wanting to be a dad so bad all the sacrifices that you put in for them thus far and and and, and just all of the moments that they give you so much joy and it's just yes i want to be i want to be that dad um you know i i feel like I feel like my kids give me the opportunity to do that. Um, they're great kids, um, very fun-loving. They have their moments, but for the most part, they're 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 awesome to watch grow. Um, in in that respect. Oh, beautiful! That's so beautiful. So what? So again, I know before I, before I asked you about um, becoming a dad, and before you become a dad, did you have any idea? So um, I'm shifting it a little bit. So. Was there anything that you feel like you could have done different as a dad? I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'd say like, you know, as a when becoming a dad, the one thing that you always, I guess, think about is, um, you know, were you prepared for it? <laughs> um, you know, emotionally, financially, whatever the case may be. So you always, I always kind of look back at it. One thing that I did learn is that there's no real preparedness for it. Um, when when you become a dad, I think that you still have the notion on you know you should you should want to be one, um, or whatever the case may be. But you're never a hundred percent kind of like oh yeah I'm ready to be a dad and I'm ready to jump in because like you said there's no there's no manual or instructions for it. Um, so I would say you know I I've always just been kind of like the type of person that that always questioned that you know, whether I had everything set up for my kids. I want it, but you know, you don't wanna you don't wanna face any challenges um for for the most part. And then once I became a dad and you realize, hey, listen, there's no way I could have prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Um in any sense of the word, it's kinda like, you know, no, no, there's 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 nothing that I could have done that I could have done different or that I that or that I'd want to do different because I don't think not once there's one simple action or one simple measure that I could have done that I, that would make me more prepared than when than 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 what I was um when when I first became a dad there there was nothing I mean you know just give me more prayer give me more stuff give me more <laughs> I guess that's fine but you know I don't think that more money would have helped my situation or more 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 anything I think you know once you want to be a dad and you decide hey listen I'm going into this territory and 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 you become one it's so much it's so it's it's so much on your shoulders and so much stuff and there's so much emotion and so much feelings going into that going into that i don't think there's anything that you can that at least for me personally there was nothing that i could have done any extra that that would have made me feel any different in in, in my situation that's amazing that's great mm-hmm. that's really really great so now let's 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 um let's going back to the next question mm-hmm. um so now i'm just going to ask you to just like actually just open your mind right now I know yeah. we have a lot of a lot of a lot of memories that we have of our, our children um, mm-hmm. from from birth to, you know, graduations and all that stuff. There's yep. a lot of like, you know, especially you, your kids are a little bit older than mine. Yeah. So you have a, a, a little bit more rich <laughs> memories <laughs> of your kids. If you could jot it down into three, what would be three great memories of you being a dad? Oh, three great memories. Um, interesting. All right, so I don't know about three, but I, I definitely know that there's one. <laughs> <laughs> that there's one in there. So my um, my daughter, um, you know, she was born 25 weeks, so she came really, really early. Um, you know, my first my my first kid. Um, I was going to be you know it was a very interesting kind of time for us you know when my when me and my wife were like listen we want to have a kid we had our kid we were thinking we were going to go through our whole pregnancy just kind of preparing and it's just like right when you start to prepare for this thing um 
you know, you, you get you get a call and 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 life hits you really fast, right? So twenty five weaker, a little bit more than a pound. So you know, kind of a maybe the size of your cell phone that that you know you might be holding in your hands right now. So that's that's what she came out as. Obviously, multiple medical 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 issues, um, a very tough situation there. So that's a that's a that's a huge memory um, for me number one and when when she was born but then in the same in the same line of things you know what i she had a lot of milestones and she's just she she just was a fighter all the way through her pregnancy so all of those memories literally every single milestone she hit from the first time she can she could walk um to the first time she got it she actually got out of the hospital after like 18 months or whatever and went and went to a rehab place where she, where, he, where she did her rehabilitation on getting her legs right eating things like that so my daughter holds a lot of the memories kind of unfair for my son um, <laughs> but she holds a lot of of the big things because just because of the condition you know she was born in and you know god will god god has blessed us throughout her all her years of her life right now where she's fine um, she's went through heart surgeries and a whole bunch of different things um, that she'd had to kind of fix up in, in her place. So we have a lot of memories with with Danny just in that respect, just because she was so young and she had to she had to go she had to go through so much um, to get to the point where she's at. So I would put her at least at least top two <laughs> on, on <laughs> that are there. She definitely has tons tons of milestones that I can choose from. So it's like you know I'd, I'd put at least top two there from the time she started walking to the time she started eating because these are all big things for a baby and she did it much later than you know your normal baby would do it and there was a time where we didn't even think that she would be doing it at all right like that was just the reality it was like your kid may not eat or walk or talk or hear or see or do any of this stuff again like that's that's just what you're gonna have um so big milestones there justin Justin, what big memory do I have for Justin? Um, you can leave that last one for him if that's the case. <laughs> you know, no particular order. No particular order. All right. Um, you, know, you know, I don't want him to hear this later on. Like, I, am. Oh, I hold no promises. My dad, my dad put me at number three now. Um, you know, listen, I love my son. I think my son is is literally, he has, he probably has the most characteristics towards me for me so like almost everything he does is almost like a splitting image of what i have and i don't remember too many things when you know like lower than i don't know three years old maybe four years old so it was real interesting kind of seeing him you know go through all of these things going through you know pre-k going through 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 nursery school doing all of the stuff and he's so bright He's very smart, so a lot of the stuff that he does is is like ahead of his time. You get to read, and he started writing quick. He started counting quick, and started doing all of this stuff. And physically, he's so fast, and he has a lot of different things. And he's and he's an outgoing kid, which is which fits my personality right away. So you know, he's very confident. He and he he does things that that are so out there, and he's not afraid of anything. And I'm, I mean, I like to I talk to my mom a lot too. And she's like, yeah, he reminds me a lot about a, a lot a lot of you. He has a lot of you in him. Um, so you know, what, some of the memories that that I have with Justin are just kind of like just going out there and just just watching him. You know, first time he rode his bike, I, I that was a big thing for me. He picked it up in like half a day. It was it was awesome. I, I I remember taking a little bit longer to ride my bike, but you know what? <laughs> he he picked it up really quick, which is great. I'm not complaining because my back was on fire for those <laughs> hours, um, getting him right. And you know those those that that sort of thing was so good. And and, and just to see him kind of pick up and and wanting to, and wanting to do it, and actually doing it. Um, you know I I love to see them put their put put the work in and accomplish stuff. So for him. I mean, kind of riding that bike was a big memory, was a good memory for me, you know, just seeing him kind of ride back and forth and being able to pick it up so quickly. Um, my daughter rides a bike too, but it took her longer to get it. Justin picked it up very quick. Um, and he always surprises me at how quickly he's able to do things um, or pick it up, whatever it is. You, you show him how to do it, even if he doesn't want to do it, he's going to figure it out. 
you give him a little bit of instruction, he takes it all, all, all the way there. So that's one of the mem a lot of the memories that I hold with him are just his accomplishments and how quickly he does things. So surprised, um, you know, love love my kids to death. But, you know, that's what I kind of hold at heart. Awesome. 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 Okay. I have two more, three more questions for you and I'll let you go. Yeah. How do you want your kids to remember you? I want to be a hero, man. I want to be a hero. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no. I mean, listen, I just, it's not even about remembering. Uh, we, we, we've talked so much about life lessons and them taking it. I want them to just always be, I don't want them to always be dependent on me, but I just want them to always take the lessons that I've instilled in them and be able to use it. So I always, I, I guess I want to be remembered as the person who, who helped foster their path through the life that they take. Mm. Um, that, if that makes any sense. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I want them to just be the, the, I want to be known as the guy that, yeah, he's the guy that gave me the tools that I needed to get there right and he didn't just give me regular standard tools you know he gave me the the complex ones that you know are going to drive me through those really really tough tough situations um and that's who my dad is right and he was able to do it in a really cool um and fun way so that i could give him you know that sense um that that sense of grace kind of kind of kind of coming into their life so you know i definitely want to want them to remember me as dad i don't want to be remembered as a tough tough strict dad or whatever that helped them get to where they want to be so i try to balance out as much as possible but definitely want to be remembered as that person that, that added that value to their life in the sense of you know just providing the tools that they needed to kind of navigate through it cool so i'm, I'm going to ask you to actually again now if you want to step into a little a little time machine you know mm. your, your kids the age they are right now so i want you to envision um, them at a later age in, in their lives. So if they're like 20, 30, 40 years old right now, what message would you leave with your son and your daughter right now? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, ha. Probably, listen, if being the kind of guy that I am, it's probably going to start off with something like, ha, I told you so. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I mean, listen, that, that, that's funny. That's how I talk to them. It's like, hey, listen, you're 30, 40 years old. Um, listen, life is life so far for you should have been easy. If I if I did my job right, you know, you probably had some challenges, but hopefully you did not have an issue navigating through it. Right. Um, and I think that and I'm confident in the way that I showed you how to do things and the way that you've been able to navigate through your life that you have set a really good foundation for yourself that will set you up for the rest of your life, right? And I want you to take that information and I want you to first and foremost, make sure that you instill it in your day-to-day -day life. And number two, and probably lastly, to make sure you instill it in your kids, right? And keep that generation going. And, and, and keep those same values that, that I've handed down to you, to them, as well as additionally extending it out to your community. You know, not only your kids, but, you know, your friends, your community, and, and, and just look out for other people, not just, not just your family, and pass on the lessons and the values that I've given you to other people as well. And I think that I think that that would be my message for them, because that has helped me so much. I mean, I, I love my dad, I love my parents, um, you know, my brothers and sisters, and everything. And like, you know, they have been so supportive, especially my dad. Obviously, the, being the rock and 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 the number one priority in our family. But a lot of the lessons I've learned didn't just come from him. Like, I had older sisters. That, that taught me tough lessons too. I had an older brother that, that taught me tough lessons. So I would tell them, listen, take all the values and all the things that I've taught you because you know those are going to be important to you. But don't forget the other lessons that you learn through life every day too, right? Through your friends, through your experiences and, and, really, and, and really use those as well. That, that would probably be my message for them um, to kind of take forward. Amazing, amazing. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm going to let you go. I'm going to let you go. So, <laughs> so to wrap up, so to wrap up, 
what are some messages that you want to leave with the dads, the fathers, the father figures out there? Listen, it's not, it's not an, it's not easy. We, we, we know that, right? It's, it's, it's not an easy road. There's nothing designed for it. No instructions in place, but you know, I think that you need to, as a father, just always know where your priorities are, are at, right? And, and if that's your kids, then, then you need to just make sure that they're always number one and everything else will kind of fall into place. If you have their best interests at heart, you don't have to worry about any kind of decisions that you need to make or any kind of tough, tough situations that you may be facing because you'll always have your priority and you'll always have their best interest, which is always going to make, which is always going to be a win for you at the end of the day. You're a dad. So even if you're making tough decisions, as long as you're doing it with their best interest, you'll always kind of just be on the right path and always be doing what, in my opinion, or, or my personal belief is just going to be always be doing what a dad is supposed to be doing. Um, and that can only kind of help everybody in the family at the end of the day. Man, that is beautiful. Thank you so much, D. Like, no doubt, man. This is refreshing. No doubt. <laughs> this is so refreshing. This is so cool, man. We haven't we haven't talked in such a long time. We haven't, and, man. You no, know, but you know what? You know, when when you're that close to someone, like I'm close to you, like you know, just talking to you, I don't feel like I miss anything. I miss you, but you know, nah. friend, like I like I, I don't feel like I was I neglected you. I don't feel like I did anything wrong by that when I talk. And I think just think that we. Uh, we had to grow up. We had to experience yeah. dadhood differently, and then you know get our mind together, and then we can share the start so that we're doing right now. So I am so like humble, and I'm so like glad that you were able to come to this podcast and share this. This is it, it mean it means so so much to me, man. This project yeah. in itself is is so meaningful to me because the vision that I have for it is so much bigger than what I can even imagine, and it's just growing. And the fact that yeah. you're here, you're able to tell me your journey as dadhood, man, is phenomenal. And because you were you were a dad before I, I was, I learned so much from you. I'm still learning from you. You know, I only have one kid right now, and I don't, I don't, I'm, I would like to have another. We would like to have another, but you know, we've just taken our time. And yeah. I, I, I love the dad that you are to your kids. I love the way you are affectionate. I love the way you make time for them. You know, I watch you guys on Instagram and I see videos like I, I see pictures and stuff. I love the way you guys love. I love the way you are so affectionate and intentional with your kids. It's so amazing, man. It's so cool. It's so wonderful. And I love it. You are so you are you and your wife are, are an example to many. I know some of us may not say that or we may not realize that, but you are an example to a lot of black couples out there. You're an example to a lot of dads out there, black dads, all dads all around. Like you are doing it. Parenthood is not easy. Mm-mm. Parenthood is not easy yeah. at all, man. It's not easy. And as, as you said, and I'm, as I'm wrapping up, it's not easy. Like, like Daniel said, be intentional, one. And two, um, there's no instruction with that. There's no instruction with being a dad. You, there isn't. But you have to willingly want to become a dad. You have to want to be a dad for you to accept that. Once you accept being a dad, it's, it, everything else comes a little easier because love will come easy. Love mm-hmm. comes natural. But when, but you would have to accept being a dad first. Being a dad is, is, is an everyday job. You don't just stop. It's an everyday job. And you're not stopping. I'm not stopping. And we're continuing. I love the example that you, you are being. I love who you are. I love all that you stand for, man. Um, and, and again, I'm so, 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 so happy that you're able to come here and share your, your experiences of dadhood, your experiences as being a husband to your wife. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for the laughters that we have. Thank you for the stories that you can share, uh, the memories that we share together. Man, I appreciate everything about you, man. You are amazing. You are great. You are just a phenomenal dad. Appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you, man. And I, and I, and I told you earlier, man, I, you, I look to you guys, you guys are an inspiration too. You are, you are fantastic parents, fantastic parents. Keep doing your thing. You know, you and Jess, I mean, well, Jess, I, I grew up with Jess, like a, she's like a sister. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, you're right. You I mean, we, we don't talk as much, but we don't skip a beat when we get on the phone. I mean, I've had this conversation with, with many people 
I, it's, it's crazy because with technology and stuff, you're seeing stuff on Instagram. It's like you're growing up together anyway, right? It's just so close. It's just like, yeah, I know. Yeah, where, where did BJ go? Oh, he went over there. Cool. He's traveling. He's going all over the place. Da, 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 da. It's like you don't skip a beat once you talk to the person. So I appreciate y'all so much. Thank you. It's an honor kind of being part of your movement here and, and, and what you're trying to do with this um, Dear Dad podcast. Definitely so humbled to, to kind of be a part of it. I'm here anytime. Um, you know, if you need me to come again, like, let's just have this conversation again, man. And uh, now, now I'll now love to, to kind of just be part of it. And we're extremely honored to kind of to, 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 to kind of be chosen to, to be part of it. And, you know, I love you guys to death, but it's been really good. And, you know, I just hope that you just continue to keep doing what you're doing and shedding your, sharing your experiences and sharing and sharing this and sharing this podcast and, and the experiences of this podcast, because I think it's going to help a lot of people, especially black black couples coming in, coming into their own, having kids and and being able to kind of just share the experiences that we that, that we do, that we black dads do, you know, across across our platform. Yes, man. Yes, yes. And I fully and I'm, I will definitely have maybe another panel of, uh, of black dads <laughs> um, nice. just have, uh, you know, open, uh, open dialogue or open conversation. Maybe when this COVID thing goes down, we, I'm looking forward to doing some some great no, things. So I, you know, this, I mean, once this stuff go down, uh, my wife and I already start brainstorming and stuff that we want to do and need to do for this podcast. Um, cool. Making it a business, making it a company, making it something that we can actually make some kind of revenue from. But nice. you know, in, in in all in all, to say that, man, I, again, I I look forward to talking to you again. I, I'm so humble and so thankful for your presence, man. I love your energy, dude. You always had this like social <laughs> energy, and I even still today as a dad, I don't know where you get en- all that energy from. Oh man, I, I love your energy. I can't tell you. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love your energy, and I love who you are. Thank you for being a friend, man. Thank you for being a friend. So as we wrap up, guys, I just want to thank you again for joining me at Dear Dad Podcast. This was this was a conversation needed for me personally, because this is my childhood friend. We grew up, and like I said before, we grew up literally in the same church. We grew up and we went to places, played basketball. We went to like all this stuff that we he was talking about. That's what we were doing. Friends, my sister, my wife, Jessica, they were all, all of us were in the same little boat, okay? <laughs> so now we become... <laughs> We become adults and we and we are into in motherhood and, and, and dadhood. It's it's a phenomenal job and I love it. And I love it. And I love you and I love your family. Love your wife. I love all of you guys. Thank you so much. So guys, I'm not gonna hold you guys any longer. I wanna thank my guest Daniel Marcellus for coming through. Love you so much, guys. So again, guys, I'm not gonna hold you guys any longer. Thank you. And until next time, I'll catch you in a few. Bye. For more Dear Dad podcasts, visit Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Make sure you check Dear Dad Podcasts on your favorite Instagram social media platform at Dear Dad Podcasts. Catch you later.